El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey! Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I write a weekly column for Cracks called The People vs. Adam Todd Brown, and I use that column to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I come on this show to defend those opinions. Joining me today, we have been stuck in traffic for the past three and a half hours trying to get here. The first thing she said when we got in the car this morning was, I have to get pants after this. So you should already know who I'm talking about. Ladies and gentlemen, Vanessa Gritton. Also joining me, if there is a button that needs being pushed on this podcast, he's the one who goddamn pushes it. See? I don't know what the fuck else I can say. Ladies and gentlemen, Brett Raider. It's going to be a great show. And this music is going to play a little longer than it normally does because I didn't fill in the space well. Boom! We did that live. We did. With everyone in the room. I also told Brett I needed to get pants after this. You yeah. tell everyone about your pants. <laughs> yeah, tell I've only everyone. seen two people since I woke up today. Except the uh, Dominican woman you fell in love with who okay, was behind true. us in traffic. Oh, my God. She was singing How Deep Is Your Love really loud. In a cute yellow car. I really poorly. Nice. Really bad, which yeah, made me love her Terrible singer. I want to pick out furniture with her. She was going for it, though. No. So you, had to get, you have to get pants. I have to get pants. Because I ripped one pair, and then the other one I ruined changing that tire this morning. Uh-huh. Uh, Hit it, Brett. You know, the hardest part of this show <laughs> for me is the first few minutes. Because I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life, when all I really want to do is talk about what I've been up to since last week. Yeah! It's like falling for D's nuts over and over again. Yes! I never see it coming. Falling for what? D's nuts. D's what? D's nuts. You could have got me there. I did it. <laughs> really intense. Damn it! I just got someone with Dixon the other day. Okay, we can fade it out. We should. Ah. Oh. <sighs> Heroin. That's a good segue. Because <laughs> we're talking about drugs yep. today. Oh yeah. Because my column this week is about all of the inherent hassles with buying illegal drugs. Because uh, weed is easy now. You can just go in a store and buy it like I never got to go through having a weed guy. Because I started smoking weed this year when it's deliverable. I never had a weed guy. <sighs> you just don't know what you missed out on in life. Especially in non-Californian, non-Southern, yeah. Southwestern cities. Yeah, like when I go back to the Midwest, getting weed is still... Impossible? No, it's still... I can still get weed and I can still get good weed, mm -hmm. but it's still such a dicey proposition. Like, I might get pulled over. I don't know if the police are cool about it there like they are here in California. Even in New York City, liberal bastion. Yeah. It's difficult. It's hard. You can still get it. It's New York, obviously. You can get anything. But dealing with some guy from Long Island, you don't want to do that. No. That, it was really fucking sketchy in Texas. Like, I never bought it, but my friends did, and it was just the most disgusting, oregano-looking shit that they'd go through the biggest ordeal just to get a little bit of. Uh, yeah, the last time I was in New York, or the first time I was in New York, I asked a friend of mine if he could find me weed. He acted like it was a very strange question. Duh. He was like, uh, no, but I can get you Coke. 
<laughs> oh, okay. He was like, sorry, it's really a coke town. <laughs> oh. When I first moved to New York City, fresh out of college, I asked a similar question and was given the name of a man who I spoke to on the phone. He says, come meet me at my apartment in East Harlem. That's the worst Harlem. <laughs> West Harlem. It's nice. Full of white people now. Yeah. It's been gentrified. Anyways, East Harlem. Go into an apartment building. It is clearly an old black woman's apartment. Pictures of little black children of a whole life. A whole... You just pictures of a whole old black woman's life. And then there's a man who looks like Tom DeLonge from Blink-182. <laughs> but it's just pictures of a nice black family. You know, a woman, you know, growing Did up from the 40s, 50s. And he goes... This is my friend's apart mom's apartment. She just died. <laughs> <laughs> and then he opens up a freezer and the freezer is just filled with weed. Did he maybe he and his friend just took that building over like Nino Brown took over the Carter in New Jack City. <laughs> just kicked everyone out and yeah. turned it into a big drug operation. Yeah, well. Watch your iced tea movies, Brett. Sorry. No, haven't seen it. No a little more. You haven't seen New Jack City? No. Such a great soundtrack. Brett hasn't seen a movie? Yeah, how weird. Wow. Yeah. New Jack City's really great. I'm sure it is. It was like oh. Ice-T, is like Police Academy for Ice-T's role S on S SVU. Yeah. Speaking of movies starring or about people with the name Ice in it, I just saw Straight Outta Compton this week. Oh. I didn't like it. What? <laughs> I thought it was a bad movie. <laughs> what was, so why did you think it was bad? It was two and a half hours long, first of all. It oh, was... Oh, oh my sorry. God. It the just no took for like there was just it was just very badly written. The acting was was quite good. I think all the actors did a good job, but the movie was written poorly, directed poorly. It was just bad, not well made. Great. Now we have beef. Beef. We have beef. This podcast. Come up with your own podcast version of No Vaseline. Oh, oh, <laughs> what a great! I was song. waiting for that scene because oh, I, I talked no about Vaseline. it so much. I love No Vaseline. Yeah, so that much. scene was the bet. Like that was like a childhood dream come true. Seeing the look on NWA's face when they oh heard No God. Vaseline for the first time. Not as many drugs in that movie as I expected. Yeah, yeah. It was a it was a more cleaned up cleaned up version. Yeah. of everything. Is that a mosquito? Fuck that. So the reason I'm writing about drugs is, as I say in the column, a friend of mine was trying to find acid recently, and it was an ordeal. We're both going to talk about our friends. Yeah, so, yeah. Swim. It was, Yeah, swim. That is an acronym meaning someone who isn't me, which there's these drug forums. If you're ever wondering, hey, what would happen if I huff paint and take Adderall on the same day? Will I die? There's some crazy fucking teen out there who has tried it before you. Yeah. And they will post to the internet and let you know. And most of them will just say, hey, take it easy if you do that. Yeah. No one will say, don't do that. You'll die. And uh, when you post on these forums, you have to use swim. Oh, it says the use of swim is discouraged now? What the fuck? Because everybody wants to snitch. Snitches dig ditches. Don't they know yeah. that? Apparently they don't. I've, I've actually used those forums before because someone who isn't me... Wanted to find out what happens if, if you take, let's say, Vicodin after doing a bunch of blow. Ah, yeah. sure. And the answer to that question is sleep. I Finally. can get behind that. Sleep. The answer to that question Finally. is a link to the Wikipedia article of the 70s or the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like someone who isn't me is stuck in that era. We'll just go through what's in my column. That's the yeah. worst 
part of buying drugs, I think everyone would agree, is you have to know people. Yeah. And meet people. You have to know people and meet people. And half the time, you don't even want to know those people, but you have to hang out with them because you kind of feel like a shitbag for just asking for stuff. Yeah, but you're not asking. That's what I've never understood. I know you're buying, but literally in every scenario, it's just kind of like, oh, and then let's go get pizza after. Let's chill. And it's like, no, this is a strictly business transaction. What I hate is when you go to buy (laughs) drugs. This especially happens if you're buying weed somewhere where weed isn't legal. They'll, like, want to smoke weed with you immediately Oh, after. my God. It's like, no, we can smoke your weed, but I just paid for weed from you. I'm not going to give it back to you. I don't yeah. drink my coffee with my barista, that motherfucker. That has always been my thing. It's, it's, it's part of your supply, not mine. Mine's my take-home. Mine's yeah. the doggy yeah. bag. Yours we enjoy now. Yeah, that's uh, the extra for me doing the work to come yeah. to your friend's <laughs> recently deceased mom's apartment Or your disgusting Miata. <laughs> in Compton. Yeah. I had one incident happen to a friend where that was probably the last time it was ever a good idea because what the dealer does is always way stronger than what you have. Is that is that so far? Really? Which was which is why Why aren't we robbing drug Tenet. dealers then? Whoa. Yeah, Who why are we that? That's a good idea. Because we haven't. Yeah, why are we wasting our lives recording podcasts and writing fucking dick joke articles? When we could just be boosting. That's. Uh, I don't like that s- the opposite of swim is swicky. Is what? Sweet. Someone who isn't you. Oh. Oh, that's stupid. Yeah, I want a cute acronym for someone else. Fucking junkies coming up with stupid acronyms. The friend of mine who was trying to uh, acquire acid, I never actually met the person. Like, I, there was a middleman. And that's really tense because then you hand off your money. And you're like, okay, I'm handing my money to someone I trust. And then that person's like, yeah, I gave the money to the guy. And you're like, fuck. <laughs> all, all credit flies out the window. Yep. Now you're both at the whims. Of, of a guy. Of a guy. And to be the middleman is never a good situation. Because it's, it's, like, being, it's like being a babysitter. You're being trusted with something important to someone else. And yeah. both parties end. So it's just kind of like... Wow, these are going to be two birthdays I won't be invited to if, yeah. if like, someone really fucks up with this situation. <laughs> weird that you know so much about being the middleman. Isn't it weird? What does the middleman get? Does the middleman get a cut of either? The middleman is supposed to get a cut unless the middleman's a big fucking idiot and doesn't think to add that. Oh! <laughs> yeah, because I was thinking that when my friend went to buy this acid, that uh, or whatever it was that they were buying... That they heard the price. I think my friend assumed that there was like a little markup there because like the middleman is going to like take a cut, which is to be expected. That's like when a delivery, when you get pizza delivered, there's a delivery fee. When you have an agent, you know, agent takes 10%. They're a middleman. Yeah. They negotiate your contract for you. Yeah. So as a drug agent. you play basketball. You're supposed to. In my to, case. Yeah. <laughs> so as the drug agent, yeah. you're, you're supposed to say, yes, it's $15 a hit. Yeah, unless they're stupid. And then, unless they're very stupid. And then you charge, then then you pay 10 Because uh, speaking of stupid, like as someone who hasn't, my friend who hasn't bought weed or hasn't bought acid recently, would have no idea. Like you, you could have told them $20 a hit. They'd have been like, all right, yeah, that makes sense. Sounds about right. Inflation. Even though inflation doesn't seem to have really affected drugs. Doesn't seem so. 
Like, really good weed has always been around $60 an eighth. Where? Well, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Well, like, in in New York, that's average. Yeah. Well, well, are you saying that's... No, just West Coast, like, West California, where it's legal, it's cheaper. Yeah, it's cheaper. Where it's legal, it's probably 35 40. Yeah, cheaper here, but here, like, top shelf weed is still close to, like, 50, yeah. 55 and 8. Well, I remember when I got my prescription and I went to the dispensary for the first time, I didn't know what Stativa or Indica was. I just knew Uppy and Downy. I had no idea the price of anything or what I was looking for, and I was shocked by how little I paid leaving there. If you read my columns religiously, like I expect I all know. of my podcast guests to do, then you would know all of those things. I told you that I read that one column about the Guatemalan Civil War and bananas when I was 15, and I read that one religiously right around the same time we were both hooked on cough syrup. Yeah, yeah, I wrote that. And listening to Paramore. (laughs) I listened to a lot, (laughs) That's a weird thing to have in common. Yeah, we talked about that yesterday. We both listened to a lot of Paramore while we were strung out on cough syrup. The same You, Brett? Well, I like Paramore, but I'm not, not a huge Paramore do you, head. Did you, do you remember a band called Be Your Own Pet? <clears throat> no. Why does no one remember? Will you look up The Kelly Affair by Be Your Own Pet? Will you look up Girl we'll in just... Ipanema version of Linkin Park? No, we're never going to find that. I need to. We went, yeah, we went to this Thai restaurant last night, and the music overhead was all of these like coffee shop. Not even coffee shop, like Sandals Beach Resort. Yeah, like really mellow versions of famous rock hits. Would you call Hoobastank a famous rock hit? Yeah, they had a one. I don't know which one it was. This is the music video for the, it. the reason. Oh, yeah, they the had Hoobastank, Lincoln Park, Guns N' Roses. I really... Of things up in here. There was a Kiss Sweet song. Home Alabama, Kiss, yeah, Tattoo. Tattoo, yeah, that one Paramore. was Paramore. Paramore. Oh my god, it was insanity. And then the owner just left and Adam and I bought a restaurant. Yeah, the guy running the... God, this is such a good band. I think they broke up. Um... The, Ooh, I like it. Yeah, this is a good song. Yeah, at one point, the guy working at the Thai restaurant was just like, I'll be back in five minutes. And just, just left us tight. all alone. Oh, my like, God. We own this place now. And I'm just high out of my mind with a balloon poodle on my wrist. Were you hot? Oh, yeah. Were you? Were you a high? Bit. Were you a high, bit. too? Speaking of drugs. Speaking of drugs, we got super high. Thankfully, I'm always within five minutes of somebody with a pipe. Yeah. Yeah, that helped. We didn't have any of that. So, yeah, we are listening to this song for no particular reason. I guess oh. they, they sing about drugs on the chorus. Do they? Sure. Yeah, that's why I like them. They're all, like, 18. They're, like, still in high school. No, you're out of high school by the time you're 18, aren't you? I don't fucking know. You're around. Okay, you go to high school? I the Dominican girl. I'm in love with this one. Did I you graduate did, high school? I did not go to high school, no. I didn't go to school of any sort. I was just drafted into just adult the life of hard knocks. immediately at birth. They were like, you're an adult. So yeah, I handed my money off to a friend who handed it off to a friend. And I thought I was going to get my drugs one day. And I didn't. So at least I didn't have to meet anyone. True. That's good. It was It was at cost and with delivery. Because I've never, like I've known a lot of drug dealers. And even the nice ones, like they're not people I want in my life usually no and like even with the nice ones that i meet it's always like someone that's nice but aggressively lonely so it's the most difficult thing in the world to make that clean handoff yeah yeah allegedly 
And then there's always, once you do go through meeting someone and all that, there's the obvious drawback of you might go to jail. Yes. I heard of an alleged story from oh, yeah? a friend where they were transporting items and uh, they got pulled over right after something else hit. A substance that's very much featured in, in movies like um, Scarface and, and Blow. <laughs> and, Gold? Uh, Gold. So right. Paul Rubens. That said substance hits. Said friend gets pulled over and realizes they have a large amount of something that is a girl's name. So they hide said substance in the turtleneck of their sweater and roll it down. So when the officers ask if said friend had been drinking and they said no and then had to take a test and then was patted down, they missed the turtleneck. That's good. Yeah, that is a good one. That's turtlenecks for Brett. Rest of his life. Yeah, that's a good hiding spot. The hiding, the turtle, turtleneck was a was was what I heard a real lifesaver. If you ever need to get weed through airport security, and someday <laughs> you will, and you want to like sit down, son. Yeah, one day you will. Yeah, get I on will. my knee. I'll just eat a whole bunch of it until I get get. Well, to what you, what I do is I buy this stuff called valerian root. I think you showed this to me once. Yeah. It smells like it's something hippies take to fall asleep. It's like shit you can buy at GNC. You can even get it at Walgreens. And it smells like ass. Like it smells like a rotten foot that has been marinating inside an asshole for a month. Tasty. And the stuff inside the capsules just sort of looks like weed. So if you just empty out a bunch of the capsules and refill them with weed... And then put actual capsules of valerian root on top of them. Even if someone opens that bottle and like smells it or dumps them out, it's just going to look like a big old stinky ass bottle of valerian root. Oh, they're pretty flowers. And then you get back to where you're going and you empty out those capsules and you smoke those drugs. That is unless there is a drug dog. Drug dogs aren't even real. I've been kind I told you a little bit how I was basically my mom's drug dog. What? I mean, not drug dog, drug meal. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, but it was for, like, natural remedies that were really popular in, like, Guatemala and El Salvador. Like, ground up this horn or turtle oil or, like, shit that's contraband but useless. Turtle oil? Yeah, I guess it's made from, like, I don't know, like... They're oil glands. They're oil. They're full of of oil. Oh, excuse me! Something oily about a turtle or a tortoise, but just, like, stupid contraband remedies. And what she would do was she would fill... Yay, the Statue of Limitations is way gone because I, I was a young child. She would fill a pillowcase <laughs> with these items and then put them in the backseat of the car and then told me to sleep on the pillowcase and pretend to be asleep so that customs going from Guatemala to El Salvador wouldn't say anything. Sure. And so they wouldn't bother the sleeping child and then we'd pass the border and it's just kind of like, yay, we made it. That's responsible parenting. Yeah. She Why are we chickens. powering cars with turtles? Full of oil, man. <laughs> we could just go. We just we we had a whole ocean full of turtles, and we haven't even tried to put one inside of a car. Why don't we just ride those turtles? There's That's no way anybody on this sounds sober right now. Yeah, and I bet we're all super sober. We're all like, very not, sober well. and tired. But we were gonna do acid last night, weren't we? <laughs> Allegedly, <laughs> who's we? I was not. Allegedly, uh, we were allegedly gonna do acid last night. And then we were talking to a friend about it, and he said it lasts about eight hours. Yeah. Will you leave that I got fly it. alone? 
Oh, she got it. Like, wow. <laughs> karate, karate kid. And it's a mosquito. <laughs> saved us from I just malaria. I snatched it with my hand. Dengue gave, fever. Just gave yourself malaria. I got dengue now. Yeah. Got that Nile virus shit. Does that make you high? Okay. Dengue fever? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, probably. West Nile virus? Yep. I don't know. People get West Nile here, right? Yeah. Normally, that's like where it's really hot and in the Midwest... West Nile. That's why. I, that's why I say South Dakota is where old people go to die of West Nile virus, because that's whenever there's an outbreak, it's usually there first. Yeah. Because they don't have the facilities to handle mosquitoes. We had an outbreak of that when I lived in El Paso. Yeah. Uh, when it was just raining a bunch, and then a lady drowned in a ditch, and then there's just mosquitoes everywhere. And that's when I was just kind of like, "Fuck it, I'm moving back to LA." Yeah, that's gross. I, I'll deal with poverty. <sighs> but yeah, okay. I had actually never done acid before. I've never done, I've said it before, I've never done cocaine. I've smoked crack. You say tomato, I say I've, tomato. I've never, I, I wrote about that, though. I wrote about smoking crack, so you can, so it's not, it's not bad anymore, now that it's like public knowledge. No, public no one knowledge. can shame mm-hmm. me with it. No one can show up in the National Enquirer 10 years from now and be like, I smoked crack with I, Adam Brown. And I'm not making any declarations and of I'll doing be, anything in the future. I'll be like, link to the source, asshole. Send some traffic to my column if you're going to tell people we smoked crack together. Yeah. Have you ever been arrested with drugs on you? No. The only time I've ever been almost arrested was when everyone else had it but me. If there's ever a time when I almost got arrested, I I probably also had drugs on me because I just always have weed on me. This was before I even started smoking weed. This was in high school when everybody else was smoking weed, but it was in Orange County where people were, like, aggressive about that kind of thing because it was in nicer neighborhoods. So they had me in my high school uniform dressed like an anime character just with plaid skirt and all, just handcuffs, just like, I was playing Tetris. I did nothing. Nice. I almost got arrested in the Midwest. Have I told this story on the podcast yet? I don't think you have. Yeah, I feel like I haven't told a lot of people in general. Um, The last time I was there, maybe? Yeah, last time I was there. As it turns out, my license in Wisconsin is suspended because I got a DUI a few years ago when they arrested me. He was like, okay, uh, well, your license will be suspended for two years. I was like, you mean my Wisconsin license? And he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I don't give a shit because I have a California license, so I can drive anywhere else. Yeah. And and I forgot about that. (laughs) And I was driving from Wisconsin to Indianapolis. And I got 10 miles from the Illinois border, and I got pulled over. First of all, the cop said I was going 92 miles an hour. I was in a 2003 Dodge Stratus. That car would have exploded. I drive a, a Dodge, Dodge Stratus. <laughs> I am a regional manager. Yes! Uh, Nobody else ever does that with me. Good job, you two. <laughs> so, yeah. My regional manager, Stratus, would have burst into flames if I was going 92. I had my cruise control set at 75. And when I saw the cop, I gave him like a little courtesy tap. Like a little respect for authority thing. Yeah. And I think he assumed I was the one he had clocked going super fast because I'm the only one who slowed down like an idiot. So he pulled me over. And as I'm sitting there waiting for him to fuck with his, uh, like, like run my license, a tow truck pulls up. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to jail now. And he comes back to the car and he goes, uh, sir, I have some bad news. Your license is revoked in Wisconsin. And, uh, 
So that means you can't drive away from here. So what I'm going to do is have this gentleman tow you to the Illinois border. And if you want to drive from there, it's up to you. But I would advise you to slow down when you're in Wisconsin. Oh, my God. And let me tell you, I have never felt more white in my life. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, holy shit, this really is a privilege. Like, this I have is a, amazing. I have a question. And I had a ton of weed in the trunk. I have a question. Did you hand him your California license or your Wisconsin one? I don't have a Wisconsin license. I just handed oh, him Oh, so, my but California. the name is still connected. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, he was like, I don't know how you got a license in California. I was like, I had it first. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you, officer. Oh, you're going to let me go? Thanks. <laughs> don't fuck you at all. You're the nicest. But I still, I'm still not sure why he didn't arrest me. I don't know if they would have found the weed because I was nervous about it, so I put it in my backpack, and I took any identifying information of myself out of the backpack and just put it all in the trunk. So if he pulled it out and was like, what's this? I'd be like, I don't know. It's not my car. So I at least <laughs> would have like some plausible <laughs> deniability if they wanted to go track down <laughs> four states away for an eighth of weed. More power to them. I well, you know, Wisconsin has a money problem right now. They need they need all the fines they can generate. Yeah, they did give me a shit ton of tickets, and I am going to fight that speeding ticket because yeah. there's no fucking way I was going 92 miles an hour. Come on, man! Someone's got to pay for that new Milwaukee Bucks stadium. <laughs> oh yeah, we just oh, talked about Adam. that on the we the just pod. talked about that on the Cracked Podcast. Adam's going to single handedly fund that entire stadium. Wisconsin is just broke. The Adam Todd Brown Memorial <laughs> Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not dead. It's just Adam in a hoodie sleeping. Just a statue of Adam sleeping. Well, yeah, after that police thing happened, I bought myself a furry-ass hat at the gas station where he towed my car to to make myself feel better. And then he took me like three miles to the Illinois border. And I was like, what if this is just a trick? Like, what if I get back on the highway? And he's like, ha-ha, now you're going to jail, motherfucker. <laughs> Cop probably just didn't want to deal with it he probably you know probably like an extra form or two you have to fill out yeah he would have had to like maybe go back his, to the station with me yeah. yeah maybe his kids got the saxophone recital at 7 p.m he doesn't want to stay and Fuck, do i hate the it, saxophone you know. yeah well i mean that's his kid's choice <laughs> thank god for that kid's saxophone because you'd be in you'd be locked up right I'd now the, i'd be in the pokey right now give it up for the saxophone <laughs> Nope, I'm still not going to give it up for the saxophone. My buddy lives in an apartment where there's a kid that just practices on a trumpet all day long, but it's really intermittent. So you'll be having oh, a conversation no. and all of a sudden just silence. <laughs> no, fuck that. I also almost got, I had weed on me back when I worked at Subway. I was younger then. I was like, I don't even think I was 21 yet. No, I wasn't because I still lived in Illinois. And I was just sitting in the parking lot letting my car run because it was the middle of winter. It was Illinois. It was cold. And I had weed on me, and I forgot to turn my lights on. And I drove. I just had to go, like, a couple blocks. And this cop passes me and just does a U-turn in the uh -oh. middle of the street. And I'm like, fuck. Uh -oh. And I also didn't have a license at the time because it was in bond because I owed uh, a fine or something. Jesus Christ. And... <laughs> I know, I know. Adam's got some reverse secret in him as well. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> I was just telling Brett about that earlier. Ever since he said it, anytime something bad happens, my brain just goes, damn it, Brett! Reverse secret. And I had, like, I had weed in my coat, and I didn't have a license, and I was like, okay, I'm going to go to jail. And as the cop was back, like, running my information, I just, like, without moving at all, except for my arms, I reached in and got 
this weed from inside my coat and put it in the finger of a glove and just like toss the glove on the <laughs> yeah. floor. Oh my God. And he came back and was like, when, when he asked for my license, I was like, no, it's in bond. He goes, well, do you have the ticket? Cause they give you a ticket. That's supposed yeah. to be like your replacement for the license. I was like, uh, no, my house burned down last week, which was true. <laughs> that's not why I didn't have the ticket. It's like, I was supposed to have already taken care of it and got my license back by then. So I probably should have gone to jail, but I was like, no, my house burned down. Yep. And he was able to check that. And he must have felt sorry for me. Because he let me go and I went home and got high. <laughs> so high. Did you give him a foot long? Just because? Like Italian meat. Yeah, I went back. I drove back the four blocks. Made him a sandwich. Opened it up. Thank you, sir. Share, I don't know how I never got arrested at that subway. Because we used to just freely smoke weed in the back room. Oh my God. Because it was just me and like a, some other irresponsible dipshit working until midnight. And uh, we would just get high, and weed smells. Oh, yeah. It does. It smells very strong, especially when it's in an enclosed space, like the back room of a subway. But it mixes with the smell of the various breads. That's white, a good point. Italian herbs and spices. Jalapeno cheddar. Jalapeno cheddar. Honey yeah. oat. Oh, so it smells. You. It probably just smells like subway. Mm. We didn't have all those flavored breads back then. It was a simpler time. We yeah. Had we just had white, white and, and wheat. dyed wheat. Had Italian and wheat, and you had to count the bread every night. Oh, how much no. bread we got? Because that's seven. How they, that's how they knew if you were stealing sandwiches. <laughs> when I worked at the movie theater, the there you had to count the bags of popcorn in the cups. What? At the beginning of your shift, you'd be like, "All right, you get fifty small cups, fifty medium cups, fifty large cups," and then at the end of the day, if it didn't work out, the amount of sodas you sold, or and you know. Popcorn, same nobody with popcorn gets bags. to leave. Nobody, no, it's just like, oh, you're giving out free sodas, and then like if you dropped, say if you dropped a cup, you pulled it out of the little spring-loaded mm. thing, and it hit the ground, you couldn't give it to a customer. Obviously, you'd have to get a manager to come over to like note Sharpie down it. that like you lost one cup to. We had to do that with cups, but they didn't spillage. care with bags because we had the bags yeah. would just rip all the time. So oh. They didn't give a shit. Yeah, but with cups, they'd have to come out and initial the cup. Oh yeah. Good times oh working my God. at man movie theaters. I worked at a movie theater also, and my first year out, we got a civil suit for popcorn lung. Popcorn lung? It's kind of like the black lung, but it's the powder that they use to make popcorn mm, yellow, mm, and mm. It's, it causes horrible side effects, and I guess some people that had worked at the movie theater showed symptoms, so they had a, a class action lawsuit. Who's working at a movie theater for long enough to get popcorn yeah. lung? I, got I out worked there for like popcorn lung time. I worked there for like four months, and I was an old timer by the time <laughs> I got like my four months. Like, oh, Brett's been here since the middle of the summer. <laughs> it's October now. Brett, what was it like when Spider Man Two was there? Oh boy, <laughs> Spider Man Two. There were lines as long as the eye could see. <laughs> you had to sweep popcorn up. Up here, both ways. (laughs) What? Working as a restroom attendant when the second Twilight came out and just everyone synced up. The worst was the worst was the (laughs) (laughs) delayed growth. Oh, vampires (laughs) driving the vampires crazy. The worst was the kids' movies. The kids' movies were the worst. Yeah. Yeah. We had um. It was some Jackie Chan movie where he was a spy, but it wasn't Rush Hour. And don't be racist. Some lady left a whole diaper in the front one of the front seats and i'd been working there for nine months and i was just kind of like i'm out i'm done 
This is this is it. They left a diaper. Just a just a diaper. Just a, they changed their kid in the front seat and just left a diaper there. And I tried to like pick it up with two brooms, but it was heavy. Fuck them for bringing a kid who needs a diaper change to a movie in the first place. Yeah, and not leaving the movie to go change said diaper. There's you know what someone brought to a movie once that drove me fucking insane? Taco Bell. (gasps) People were in front of me just pounding Taco Bell, and I was like, that's too much. Like it smells like Enchiritos in here now. You're oh my god, I want an Enchirito. Fucking ruffling your papers. I went to go see a broad. I went to go see Arcadia, which is like a four-hour-long Tom Stoppard play on Broadway. Nerd. I went to go see that, and some bitch brings food <laughs> for the second half. She like we're seeing it's like an eight o'clock curtain. She brought some food for like nine forty-five. She sat silent the first half. <laughs> Act two, you know, Billy Crudup comes up. It starts doing his fucking monologue or whatever to start act two. She pulls out soup and sandwich in those clamshell, plastic clamshell <laughs> containers that are basically like a snare drum. <laughs> and she's just eating. This is a four hour long play and she couldn't, she couldn't eat beforehand. She couldn't eat during the intermission that she sat through with a, sa- a soup and sandwich sitting underneath <laughs> her seat. Oh my God. What a fucking weirdo. Oh my God. Some, I bet she was on some drugs. I would bet that too. When I worked at the movie theater, that was, like, one of my first interactions with, like, oh, people get high. Just because somebody that smoked weed and came in, great. Somebody that did literally anything else, my goddamn nightmare. Yeah. I remember, do you remember that movie, The Lovely Bones? Uh, yeah, I remember I, it was a movie. Stanley Tucci. Yeah. Like really killer. sad. Fu- sad fucking movie about a girl that was, like, raped and murdered and then watching her family from heaven. And That's page one. And there's two teens that had clearly taken ecstasy at some point because they were just fucking in the back of the movie theater. Oh, nice. To the lovely bones. Sure, And I kicked them out and then kicked them out three more times because I found them in the bathrooms, hiding in the aisles of another movie, and then a second set of bathrooms until I basically had to get security to be like, make sure they leave the building. I am tired of seeing their genitals. Why are you such a (laughs) buzzkill, man? Yeah. I didn't know. Why I didn't can't know any kids better. fuck in a movie theater? I didn't know any better. I don't know what else to see. Fuck outside where it's cold. The <laughs> deers could look at them. Deer. Deer. Fishes. <laughs> mooses. <laughs> bear. I went to a movie high on synthetic weed once. Ugh. And I was standing in line, and like the cashier, like the manager came up and was talking to the cashier. And I remember just going up to the cashier and going, What was he talking about? Like, I was that high (laughs) that I just kind of had to know, you talking about me? (laughs) What's happening right now? And then, like, as soon as I said it, I was like, this is stupid. What am I talking about? I just need to go in this movie. About a year or two ago, I went to a movie theater. I'd smoked non-synthetic organic weed. That real real kale shit. (laughs) And um, you know that movie Turbo? It's an animated movie about a snail who goes really fast. came out about a year or two ago. Of course you were. I might have told the story on this podcast. And, uh, you know, in the lobby. So this movie Turbo had not come out yet. I think I was seeing This is the End, of course. Of course. And, the you know, those big cardboard displays for a movie that's like, you know, six or seven feet tall, six or seven feet wide, big yeah. cardboard things. They had that for Turbo with a plastic, a big plastic replica of the snail that kids could sit on. You take a picture of your kids sitting oh, on the boy. snail. <laughs> Old Brett Raider (laughs) sits on it and just falls down and crashes through the whole thing. (laughs) 1 p.m. on a Wednesday. 
That's Everyone's the best. like, yeah. <laughs> People are like, you degenerate. It's the middle of the day. Have you ever, like, fallen and either been drunk? Can't get up. Well, you're, like, drunk or high, but you also fall and can't get up, and it's not because you're drunk or high. But people are just like, you are a fucking mess right now. Like, yeah. I fell. I'm sure you have, Vanessa. <laughs> I fell on New Year's Eve once, and I hadn't even started drinking. I was at a liquor store in South Dakota, and I just slipped because the ground was really wet right inside the door. And as I kept trying to get up, my foot kept slipping again, <laughs> so I could not get up. You were like Leonardo DiCaprio and Wolf of Wall Street, leaving, yeah. that, leaving that country club. Yeah, pretty much. It was like that. And I looked so hammered. I almost knocked shit over, and I was fine. I also almost drowned in like four feet of water that way once. I've done that too. The last time that happened to me, I got really, really high. And whenever there's like a chair with like weird feet on it, like I fiddle with it all the time. And I got my foot stuck in the chair, but didn't realize it until I went to get up. High out of my mind. Just fall to the ground, try to get up, foot still caught. So I'm basically just dragging this chair behind me with my foot, making no effort to try and release myself from it until I look at a friend and just go, John, and <laughs> had him had him fish me out. I'm going to do that next time I'm in trouble. Yeah. John! The other thing, we'll talk about one more thing for my, that I bring up in my column. With drugs, I don't feel like I have the right kind of friends to successfully do drugs anymore because yeah. i did finally get my hands on some acid and are you and your friend yeah 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 i met my friend finally got me the acid and brought it to me it has uh pictures on it <clears throat> should i say what pictures are on it is that like too identifying i don't it's know got little banksy pictures on it like little banksy acid it's very pretend Banksed. very pretentious <laughs> yeah banksy <laughs> And now the problem is I haven't done any of it because when am I? I'm an adult. I know grown-ups, even the young people I know are basically grown-ups with responsibilities and jobs. So I can't just show up and be like, let's do acid. It doesn't work that way. So now I just have useless acid sitting on my <laughs> bedside. And my big plan was that I was going to get acid and go see Rocky Horror Picture Show at midnight on a Saturday. And only one of those things happened, which was me going to Rocky Horror Picture Show completely sober. Oof. That I, was rough. Ugh. Go to a music festival. I'm good. Hey. I, I want to. I'm gonna... Sorry, what if your alleged friend and my alleged friend did that with the most ridiculous Christmas lights display in Orange County? Wait, what? That would probably be pretty fun, yeah, going to the, one of those houses that, like, really does does up the house. So, a, but what are we going to do? Just camp out there for, like, eight hours? Yes. yes. Yes, you're right. Yes, because it's an entire row of houses, but one house has you change the radio station in your car to one that they buy just for that year because it has music choreographed to their lights. They buy a radio station? This is Orange County. Yes. It's, it's Orange County. So if those two alleged friends... Found some more alleged friends and went there. Yo, Brett. Hi, what? We're going to go. We're going to uh, take acid and go look at <laughs> Orange County. I mean, we were just talking about getting arrested in Illinois, Wisconsin. Well, Orange, Orange County. County we'll have a driver. Yeah. Orange County is I know like exactly what alleged friend I can use for a driver. Kentucky. For my alleged friend. And I'll tell you guys can tell me about it. How about that, Brett? We'll have a driver. 
We'll go. Red. We'll think about it. Are there? Are there will the we'll, red, please. We'll be. Will we be going in a haunted house or anything? Or will no, this no. Just We're gonna be go Christmas. to just Christmas. Let's go to. I'm Disney. down. I love Christmas stuff. Oh my god, me too. I'm a Jew. I don't get. I never got to do that, so I get this warm but also sad feeling around Christmas time. It's manic great when it comes to Christmas. I love Christmas. So I am in. You nerds. I love Christmas. I really, really love Christmas, Christmas. commercials, Gap commercials, Target commercials. I have Christmas plates. Even when, though I don't have a family to like feed them anymore. When you're watching football and on the Fox logo, instead of like the three little yellow lights for the timeout, it's, it's, it's no, it's like Holly. little Christmas lights oh. and there's like little animated snow falling onto the scoreboard. <laughs> Ooh, I love it. It's my favorite time of year. <laughs> Me too. Oh my god. It's like, all starting. It's, uh, it's it's almost Thanksgiving's almost past. It has begun. Brett, what are you gonna the do? The prophecy is coming true. <laughs> what are you doing for Thanksgiving, Brett? Uh, going to my parents' place, and oh. uh, as always, there's a there's another family. My parents don't live too far away. They live. You have a second family? No. So there's another family. All my family is either East Coast or dead. So we don't want to go to the East Coast for Thanksgiving because it's wonderful here. Why would we ever leave? Yeah, that's crazy. So there's another family with similar situation, all East Coast and or dead family. So we do like a joint a joint Thanksgiving with the same family every year. Nice. And then I'm going to Australia for Christmas. It's going to be a thousand degrees. It's going to be awesome. Crikey. Nah. What are you, you doing, Vanessa? You oh, you're cooking, right? Yeah, I'm cooking. My parents live 30 to 45 minutes away, and they're going out of town for Thanksgiving. So oh, nice. <laughs> so uh, I feel like that's just kind of like a you stay where you are message. But I'm cooking for a bunch of other comedians that aren't going home for Thanksgiving. And, and you, if you would like to stop by. Maybe. I might be cooking, too. I'm going to make a ginger snap bourbon ham and turkey. I don't like turkey that much. I'm going to make prime rib I all like, week. I just do turkey because somebody wants it. Somebody always fucking wants turkey. There's always a fuck boy that demands turkey. <laughs> fuck boys eat turkey! <laughs> One quick thing about turkey, and then we can get to comments. After our, we recorded the podcast last week, Adam, you, me, and Maria Shahada went to get Indian food, and I had delightful. a revelation that I would usually only have under the influence of drugs, but this was a sober revelation. Great. Turkey burrito, Thanksgiving burrito. I thought that was a real thing. I don't know. We can Google it. You were just conceiving it. it on the fly. I thought, I believed I was. Maybe it was just some sort of group think sort of thing. Run everyone through it because it does sound delightful. Tortilla, turkey, mashed potatoes, gravy, stuffing, cranberry sauce. Roll it up. Fucking Chipotle style. Yeah. I'm in. I would eat. That's probably the only way I would eat turkey. I make I don't pot pie the next day. Yeah. I'm not, I don't load up on the turkey on Thanksgiving. No. I, I mean, make, I'm sure we can have a whole Thanksgiving pod, but... It's the ham that, that I go ham It's all about on. the sides. <laughs> oh, let's do... I didn't mean to, comics. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to. <laughs> you know... I'm sorry. It's a big world out there. But go ham, come on. <laughs> it's easy to feel like the things you say don't matter. They don't. They really don't. We're here to tell you that's not true. We call this segment, Your Voice Matters, pal. <laughs> yeah. People's voice does do matter. They do. Because I'm going to address... We're going to address some stuff that happened last week. We're going to address some stuff. Oh, yeah. I have a comment to reply. Okay. Yeah. Oh, this is going to get intense. Fade it out, Brad. You can call the voicemail line at 505-3-UNPOPS. That's 505-386-7677. Love it. Eh. All right. Hey guys, it's Michael, Brett's number one fan from Florida. What's up, Michael? Uh-huh. I was just calling because I was listening to the latest episode and fucking thank God for Brett Raider. We believe in Brett because I was <sighs> eating my goddamn fist 
listening to Eric Griffin and Maria Shahada talk about the trans uh, the transgender prostitute and oh my thank God Brett was there because I would have had to just turn the fucking episode off otherwise and just to make sure that this call isn't about buffing Brett's dick I have a question for you guys if you could have a song play every single time you enter a building what would it be personally mine would be power by Kanye West because I love that opening verse but I want to hear what you guys have to say Thanks for the great show. You guys have a good time. I tuned out for like a half a second. What was the... I heard power. Song you would want playing when you enter the room. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. We'll get to that. We'll do that part first. Mine yeah. would either be uh, Lost at Birth by Public Enemy or Radio Friendly Unit Shifter by Nirvana. Uh, no Role Models by J. Cole or Genesis by Justice. Brett, what sublime song would you play? I don't know. I was like <laughs> thinking... I, I was having a hard time with this question, but I was thinking <laughs> tequila like from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Like, that would be fun. Did you laugh? <laughs> yeah. You just like combined your laugh and the melody of the song. Yeah, I'm sorry. What are you saying, Brett? <laughs> that was it. Okay, and now you wanted to talk about being the hero of the show. I want to talk about being the hero of the show for calling out Griff. P- a lot of people Griff commented Pippen on it. A lot of people left voicemails on it. I'm gonna call it out. I'm not gonna stop a show like when we had what was that girl's name? Erica Rose, just like shaming people who are into into BDSM stuff. Mm. I'm not going to stop the show and grind it to a halt. It's not my show. But I'm just going to make some comments and and suddenly make some comments and call it out in the next episode because I don't like confrontation. But Griff's heart was in the right place. He just didn't know the right words to say and he was trying to be funny and he wasn't. And I apologize to the listeners because a lot of them were offended. Yeah. Okay, can I read a comment? Oh, do we have another voicemail? Sure, here's another one because I want to read a comment. Hey, ATB and company. Um, so I've been single since April, and I am having a hell of a time, like, meeting people. I get really bad social anxiety. Oh, you should start a really popular hammered. podcast. And I know practice. you guys have probably gone through something similar. So I was wondering, like, what tricks or tips or whatever to help the anxiety? Because, like, this phone call is literally about to set me into an anxiety attack. So, uh, yeah, just help, please. <laughs> I can't say anything to make talking, making phone calls less anxious because I hate suck. Yeah. I hate, hate doing that. I don't know. I think just any. I have a lot of issues with social anxiety, and what's been working for me, and I don't really know if it'll work for anybody else, is just grinding my teeth through it and just getting the fuck over it. And what I do is I'll measure my level of anxiety on a scale of one through ten, and then I'll check it again like five minutes later. And knowing that it actually goes down, like, okay, I was an eight two minutes ago, I'm at a six now, is kind of comforting because it's like, okay, it doesn't last forever, I got over the hump, now I'm fine. Yeah. This is just like a little cognitive therapy thing that I did. And weed. Go to see a mental health professional. Uh, see a therapist. And or just get practice. Going, some like, sort of anti-anxiety, anti-depression medication. Oh, Brett, you're eh. so responsible. I that. am. I'm the only one giving the real advice today. No, like, it's that. Slash, it's always. That and, like, <laughs> tiny goals. Like, one day I'll be like, all right, shake five people's hands. The next day I'll be like, try and maintain more than 30 seconds of eye contact with someone. Just, like, little little things, little landmarks every day until I get a little bit better at it. Even though, like, I still can't make eye contact with a stranger for more than, like, 30 seconds of interaction. Why would you want to? I would never want to make eye contact with a stranger for 30 seconds. Yeah, that's a long time. That's how you get got. People point point out that I don't like doing that. Like, I was on a podcast once, and the guy was just like, why aren't you looking at me right now? I'm like, oh, I hate everything. I do that, like, if I'm in job. Like, if I'm talking to someone, though, I do, like, I'm good at keeping eye contact. 
I want people to know I'm I'm good when people are talking to me. I make eye contact with them, but when I'm talking, it's it's hard. I'm try, I'm trying right now. It's because you lie so much. It. That yeah. is true. You have to divert. I have very shifty eyes. Glance. Yeah, you do. Okay, we'll recount. There's one in particular I want to read. Scroll down. You must know what one I'm talking about, Brett. Okay, I can't read her name. X Fruit Clippers X. She says, okay, but Amber Rose gets shit on for having the body Kim paid for. Gets called N-word on her Instagram despite being very light-skinned. Okay, so here's what happened. On the podcast last week, we were talking about Kim Kardashian. And what I brought up was that it seems like Amber Rose doesn't get the same amount of hate that Kim Kardashian gets. Like, Kim Kardashian is just like a vehement, nonstop hate and at least Amber Rose has her moments where people seem to love her. And this girl brought up, I agree. I agree that it was kind of shitty of me to just like hold up Amber Rose and say, well, why aren't, why aren't you shitting on her too? But I didn't fucking bring her up because she's black, which is what this comment is implying. The, the last sentence, if you had other black friends other than Quincy, you could have come to that same conclusion. Quincy barely counts as a black friend. Yeah, yeah. And Hi, Quincy. If you go back and listen to what I said, it has everything to do with me not knowing shit about Amber Rose and nothing to do with her being black. And, like, that fucking last sentence bothers me so much because I get that this is my podcast and I talk about my life a lot and I talk about things that have happened to me, but you motherfuckers do not know me like you know what i talk about on the podcast but we're not friends like you don't adam you and i aren't even friends. yeah me and brett are barely friends brett doesn't know the personal fucking details of my life and so to assume i have one black friend because quincy is the black person who's on the podcast the most aaron covington fuck you aaron covington creed in theaters thanksgiving day and oh she just just don't rattle off a list of your oh, black sorry. friends yeah, I just said Aaron Covington's name. Yeah, damn see, it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't rattle God off the list. Brett. Sorry, expert clippers. <laughs> I didn't read that part yet. Yeah, I wouldn't justify that shit by rattling off a list of anything. Go listen to another podcast. God damn it. I was trying to. Do we have any more comments? Yay! That's what I was trying to make happen. All right. Should we get the fuck out of here? Do we have more? We don't have no, any more comments good. to read. There's Alex here. Schmidt with woo. Alex Schmidt. Wait, did he get name dropped or something like that? Yeah, he must have. Alex Schmidt. Alex Schmidt. Alex Schmidt. Oh, here he is. Yeah, it's usually it three times. Anytime he's pointed out or me, it's usually somebody pointing out our laughs. You guys got laughs, yeah. man. You guys got laughs. Laughs for days. Adam's yep. on the Cracked Podcast with Alex this week. Yes. Laughs. Laughs aplenty. <laughs> laughs aplenty. <laughs> talking about talking about lighthearted stuff. Federal government plowing over entire communities. Yeah. And the Armenian genocide. Don't forget that part. <laughs> yeah, I did bring up the Armenian genocide. Oh no. Well, I was talking. I brought. I had to bring uh, up the Kardashians. No, not That's that. That's my new thing. Now I bring up. People got mad at me for bringing up Trump all the time. So now not just, the Kardashians. I'm going to talk about the Kardashians every fucking podcast. You said genocide. And genocide. Then- genocide. Genocide. <laughs> Very good. I remember I just had a flashback to doing a drug that was a lady's name a few days ago, and I said something very, very stupid and very inappropriate during a talk about 9-11 and V for Vendetta. They were talking about the both of those things at the same time, and I just looked at someone and went, remember, remember the 11th of September, and <laughs> left the room. Nice. 
So sorry to everyone in that room. I had to. I went to uh, Hooters surprise the other day with Josh. Oh, that sounds good. With Josh, Dan- they have the, Ooh, best, the one in Burbank. They have the best wings. Garlic yeah. wings. Ugh. Yeah. Next uh, to the IKEA. Mm. Uh, I went I with a mile uh, from there. Oh, with uh, Josh, Danny, and Jeff May, and we all ordered the nine one one wings, but we all s- kept saying nine eleven. We <laughs> so eventually, by the end, the waitress was like, "Okay," and you had uh, twelve of the buffalo shrimp with the nine eleven sauce. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, we did it. We did it. I mean, nine eleven happened fifteen it. years ago. Like, Hooters is a large corporate organization. They should ch- they should know to change that at that point. Like, yeah, they should put the slash in there so we don't think it's nine one one. Oh so we yeah, think, yeah, so we know that they're nine eleven wings. The Ghostbusters cross. Nine eleven wings. All right, should we get the fuck out of here? We have to record another yeah, one after we this. do. All right, food truck. Do we have anything to plug? Do you have anything to plug? Live cracked podcast November eighteenth at UCB Sunset. Buy tickets at UCB that's or Sunset Theater dot com. We're uh, doing a stand up show in Long Beach, LBC. December 2nd at the Gas Lamp. Me, Dan O'Brien, Cody Johnston, Katie Willard. Ooh, I want to go to that. Jeff May, Lori Kilmartin, Danny Jollis, Alex Schmidt. Oh! Cedric the Entertainer. Bernie Mac. Sinbad. Bill Hicks. Sam Kinison. And Emo Phillips. All on the same stage. Mitch Hedberg headlining. Yep. Great. It's going to be an amazing show. All right. I was shot right. in Long Beach tonight, which no one will hear about in time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Me and Josh Denny have the darkest hour, uh, Friday the 13th. That's oh, this week. Dope. Yeah. Dope. Jesus Christ. Let's get out of here. Dope. Brett, say goodbye. Goodbye. Say goodbye. Say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Check